Hey you guys, welcome to the Main and Magic Podcast, your stop for all things Disney. I'm your host Dawn Brown and this is episode 28. Whether you're adventuring in the parks or at home via Disney Entertainment, I'm here to bring you the guests and info that'll pixie dust your experience and we're picking up lots of new friends along the way. You can catch the links to our audio recordings via our brand new website at mainandmagic.com and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Just search for the Main and Magic Podcast. After the show, we invite you to join our community on Facebook to share your thoughts about each topic and to connect with other Disney fans. In this episode, Katie joins me to talk about Walt Disney World dining recommendations. We share menu items we love from across the resort, including in-park and hotel dining. We also share price points and other important details and considerations about our choices. If you want to be delighted by the food as much as the attractions, this episode is for you. So join us on the red car trolley as we take a ride to the crossroads of Maine and Magic. Welcome aboard, everybody. On today's episode, we're going to explore some dining options at Walt Disney World. Uh, I know a lot, like for a lot of you guys, when you think of the theme parks, you might not necessarily think of gourmet food or unique offerings. Uh, If you've never been to the Vacation Kingdom of the World or if it's been a long time, you might just be reserved to the thought that your time there is going to be filled with burgers and hot dogs. (laughs) Uh, But there's definitely so much more to meals at Walt Disney World than that. And joining me to talk about it is Maine and Magic's preferred travel advisor, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. Hey, Katie. Hey, Dawn. How are you? I'm good. I'm hungry. Uh, (laughs) I know. I'm already like my mouth is watering. Um, (laughs) So we've been talking about doing a dining centered episode for a while, but a standard top 10 best this or that wasn't really going to work right now. There's still... Some food locations that are closed, some have limited menus, some have overhauled their offerings. So we kind of decided to focus more on particular meals that we recommend that are currently available. And, you know, obviously, this is episode 28. It took us a while to land on going this direction. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I, yeah, as we were kind of like fleshing this out, like how we do a food episode, we came up with a format that I think is going to be helpful for every type of Disney vacationer and and every budget. Mm -hmm. So whether you're kind of, whether you're staying on or off property or if you want in park or out of park dining, if you're looking for a sit down experience or something quick or on the go, I think we've come up with a pretty good variety that we hope will get you, the listeners, inspired to think more about your Disney food. So the way that we finally came up to do this was we decided that we would each choose two table service meals, two quick service two snacks, and then at the end, we'll each share two meals 
that are on our dining wish list. So that's kind of how we're going to run through these. And we're going to start with the table service restaurants and just go from there. So before we talk about our first meal, which Mm -hmm. category was the most difficult for you to choose and why? (laughs) For me to choose? Yeah, Um, like for you to pick the meals. My snacks. My snacks were the hardest. Is it because there's so many and you couldn't narrow it down? Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's something about a Mickey pretzel that is just amazing. Like there's, I I eat them for breakfast every day that I'm on vacation. Like it's, they're just really good and they don't taste the same at home. Whether you have a super pretzel and follow the directions on the box, they just don't taste like Mickey. But yes, the snacks are the hardest for me. I picked a couple of the ones, but yeah, it was, I, so in, in my, you know, I, we don't do sit downs really ever. We very, that's just how we Disney, everyone Disney's different. We just don't really ever do sit downs. We very rarely will. So that was easy for me. Um, My quick services, you know, same thing. There's two that I always go to. So they were easy to pick. So, Yeah. Yeah, I had, like, doing this exercise this way, it it was kind of the same thing. Like, a lot of the sit-down meals that we do in our family are breakfast. Just, I think it's easier for us planning-wise, you know, Mm -hmm. when when it's with extended family anyway. Uh, But, you know, if it's just me and... The, hu- the husband will we'll sit down for a meal in the middle of the day. We don't care. But so when I was doing the sit down restaurants, I was really like thinking, which ones do I want to choose? And then some of the ones that I was choosing between, I was looking at the menus and it's like the things that I used to get there are not on the menu anymore. Yeah. I ran into that problem a couple times. So, you know, like I love the, the sit down restaurant in, uh, in the Mexico pavilion mm-hmm. and every single time I've been, the menu is different. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's a great restaurant, but I can't recommend a specific meal there. Oh yeah. I, that's, can, yeah. I can recommend you the margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's how I was for, um, for one of my sit downs. I was um, at the Polynesian at Kona cafe. I, we, used to eat there all the time for breakfast. Like on our last day, we'd go and have a breakfast meal there because we weren't going to a park. And I always got this, um, oh, what's it called? Um, Eggs Benedict. And just the way that they did it, like Hawaiian style was amazing. And it's not on the menu anymore. And I don't know if it's not on the menu because of COVID or if they just permanently took it off. But man, was that thing delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's they change their menus not all the time there's a lot of trial and error with menus at disney i've found uh but like one of my favorite things that i ever ate and i was so mad that they didn't have it last time i swear to you this was like the best thing ever at the lunching pad at magic kingdom over in tomorrowland Mm -hmm. they had a ham and swiss like a it was a stuffed pretzel. Like it was kind of think oh, of like yum. a 
Yeah, think of like a hot pocket yes. sort, you know, so it's like that kind of shape. I remember those. With ham and cheese stuffed in it. It was so good. And it must have been pretty popular because they expanded it and offered it at other locations in Magic Kingdom. But then the last time I went, they didn't have it anywhere. So it, it like, was there just not like a good profit margin on that item or... Yeah. Was it only meant to be a limited time thing? Did the price of ham go up? Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like constantly like, I just think about it. It was so good. It was just like an on the go, like, but filling, you know, and Mm -hmm. they don't have it anymore. And I'm just like, please bring it back. If anybody out there ever sees that anywhere, please send me a message and I will be on the first plane out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But okay, so let's jump into our sit down restaurants. And you can go ahead and do the two that you picked first and why you recommend them. Okay, so we're going to start with a resort restaurant. So this is at um, Wilderness Lodge. And the restaurant is called Whispering Canyon. Um, I have eaten there for late lunch, you know, early dinner. It's the resort itself is great. If you're going from resort to resort, you do have to take into account that you can't get directly from your resort you're staying at to another resort. You do have to kind of bounce between a park to get to the hotel you want to go to for a reservation. So you have to take that into account. But when we went, so Whispering Canyon, number one, it's just a fun restaurant altogether. Um, the atmosphere is great. It's uh, a little bit of, you know, the servers aren't rude to you, but they kind of do some fun things at you. They throw the straws on the table when you first sit down because, you know, serve yourself kind of idea. Um, the restaurant is a, the meals are all you care to enjoy, which I really like. I think it's a great thing. Uh, any all you care to enjoy restaurants are a great value, especially if you're going in hungry. Um, so that's why we always do it like if we when we do have eaten here, we did it on arrival day where we've been traveling all day and by four o'clock we're starving. So we can really care to enjoy a lot. Uh, the main meal that they have is called the traditional. So in this cast iron skillet that they put on your table is beef brisket, pork ribs, smoked pulled pork, crusted ch- or, uh, citrus chicken, sausage potatoes, buttered corn, and green beans. And it is $34 a person for all that. And you, they bring out one big skillet and you just all enjoy it. So if you're going with someone who, let's say, is vegetarian, um, if there's four of you and two of you are vegetarian and two of you aren't, it's $34 per person that is going to eat the traditional and then you could get like a vegetarian option. And that, you know, Cast iron skillet would be that price for the vegetarian option. So they do have non carnivore options, if you will. Um, but it's, you know, for $34 for all that food, and it's good stuff. I don't know if anyone's ever tried to buy a brisket. Brisket's expensive, <laughs> it's yes. not cheap. Um, but it's, it's just really good. We went there with James. They have uh, milkshakes for the kit, you know, for anyone actually. Um, they do some fun activities with the kids and with the adults. It's just a great restaurant altogether. I really enjoy that one. Um, the maple chipotle pork ribs, that sounds really oh, good. They're so good. So does the citrus herb chicken. 
Yes. Oh, I and pack that so, right. And <laughs> to start at your table as like a, you know, some restaurants they put bread on the table. You get cornbread. Oh, it's like the best cornbread ever. It's so delicious. So it's. Yeah, uh, I'm not a huge cornbread fan, but used to Disney has pretty good cornbread. They do. <laughs> So that that's honestly probably my number one. Um, I would I would personally say if you're gonna do it, do it on an arrival day for dinner um, or a late lunch. And they do have a breakfast menu, but you can do it on a park day. But just know that you know if you're going to Magic Kingdom and you're gonna leave the park to go and to Whispering Canyon and then you're going to go back over to Magic Kingdom for the evening. Just think of how much food you're about to consume and how heavy you're going to feel, <laughs> especially in the heat. <laughs> so I, I do like doing it on like a break day or an arrival day. And that's just a personal opinion, but check it out. Try it. it you won't be disappointed. It's so good. <laughs> and yeah, I and Wilderness Lodge is just like a really cool yes. resort anyways, and it can sometimes feel like it's just a little bit out there, but mm-hmm. uh, if you're at the Magic Kingdom, you can just get a launch boat right to the resort. Like it's it's actually not as difficult as you think it is to get there. It just feels right. like it. <laughs> yes, correct. And um, a little uh, insider info on Wilderness Lodge also. So if you get there and your table's not quite ready, or even after your meal, if you're kind of just unwinding a little bit and you want to check out the hotel, which you're absolutely able to go and walk around any hotel, you just can't enjoy their pools if you're not staying there. But if you go to the front desk and ask them for the hidden Mickey scavenger hunt, that hotel actually has a hidden Mickey, you know, they give you this sheet of paper that gives you clues basically to a scavenger hunt where you walk around the hotel and find these actual hidden Mickeys that are throughout the hotel. And if you complete it and you put on your paper where you found each one, you go back up and they actually give you a prize. So we got one last time we went and it was a cute little Mickey and Minnie um, picture with their autographs on it, which was kind of cool. So, you know, a lot of hotels do kind of fun stuff like that. That's just one of the fun things that's there so yeah sweet and what was your other sit-down restaurant my other sit-down restaurant was uh at epcot and it is teppanetto which is in the uh japan pavilion in the world showcase um we ate there uh in 2020 and it was the first i had heard great things about the restaurant and finally was able to get a reservation for it and it was great. It's a hibachi restaurant. So anyone who's familiar with hibachi, it's just, it's the same thing. The only difference is in Disney, they do not squirt sake into your mouth like normal hibachi restaurants would. (laughs) Um, But you sit down. I ordered the filet, which is my favorite thing to get on hibachi. You can never go wrong with steak. And again, the price point, it's a little bit expensive, but again, for everything that you're getting, um, you're getting the whole atmosphere and the experience. So it is a $45 meal for the filet, uh, and that's the filet hibachi. It comes with a salad, and then you get a six ounce tenderloin. And then a lot of hibachi restaurants, you have to pick either noodles or rice. At 
tapenado, you get noodles and rice and you get vegetables. So you do get um, a fairly large meal. My brother-in-law was with us when we ate there last time and he is almost as picky as my six-year-old. And he said it was probably one of the best meals he's ever eaten, which was huge for him. (laughs) Uh, He even ate all the vegetables on his plate. But um, again, it's only $45. And for the filet, I mean, the prices, you know, kind of fluctuate a little bit depending if you're going to get chicken, it's a little bit less, but I'm an expensive date. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I would eat any of it. It sounds good. Well, except fish, you know, I always do fish. Right. Uh, so if you're listening to this and you're hoping hoping for a fish recommendation, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not uh, fish on are, this one. <laughs> yeah, fish are friends, not food. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, it is cute. Like they do little Mickey heads on the on the flat iron with with the oil and you know the Mickey train with the onions and they it's a the complete hibachi experience. It's not you know everything you get at a normal hibachi restaurant you are getting at the disney hibachi restaurant so it's really great cool mm-hmm. yeah i would i would i would eat there for sure and i mean upcat like right oh i it's know it's so hard not to just pick all the upcat exactly. restaurants <laughs> and i what i i will say so um i said that they don't do the sake so you know at, at whenever we've gone uh, to our local hibachi restaurant, they in the beginning of the meal they squirt the sake on the table, you know, on the flat iron to kind of flavor things. Then they try and get it in your mouth. They do toss the vegetable for you to catch. Um, you can still order sake. Sake is still on the menu to order and pay for. They just, I don't know if it's uh, Disney policy or what it is, but we didn't get that part. But it was still great. I recommend it. Sweet. Yeah. What's your choices? Uh, what do you got? So Have- I feel like I'm getting a reputation for being a cheap hotel and chicken <laughs> fingers person. I have, wait, I have a really quick question. Have you ever eaten at either of those restaurants? Whispering I, Canyon or Tapanetto? I feel I feel like I have eaten at Whispering Canyon at some point but I can't specifically remember that like when, so it was probably like early 2000s. Okay. I'm just curious. <laughs> uh, definitely not recently though, but yeah. So I'm actually starting off with a signature dining location because <laughs> I can in fact be extra <laughs> with the best of them. Uh, so, so my first sit down restaurant is the Yachtsman Steakhouse at the Yacht Club Resort. Yum. Uh, and I chose a dinner item, and it's the 12-ounce New York strip steak with brandy peppercorn sauce served with – you can get one side. I got mashed potatoes because why would you get anything else with steak? <laughs> uh, it was $56, so it's not cheap, but it – is so good it's definitely one of the best steaks that I've ever eaten (laughs) ever and there's more expensive options there like you can go for like you know I mean they have like 70 80 dollar steaks but I'm a little more I'm extra but I'm like basic extra (laughs) (laughs) um uh but yeah like the brandy peppercorn like oh it's just it's so delicious it's like 
very savory, like very juicy, like cooked to perfection. (laughs) The ambiance at the restaurant is like, it's a, you could really eat there anytime, but if you're looking for like a special night out where you don't necessarily want to spend $200 per person at like Citrico's, <laughs> but you still want like a very solidly nice evening. It, the ambiance is great. The service is exceptional. It is the yacht. It is the yacht club's signature dining location. So, uh, highly recommend that one. Um, it is. I do want to add to your your recommendation really quick uh, for anyone who's not familiar. Any signature restaurant, um, so there are a couple on on property. If it's a signature restaurant, there is a dress code required. So if you are taking Dawn's recommendation to go check this place out, um, just know that you do have to follow a dress code or you will not be allowed in. And they are very strict about it. So, Yeah, it, it's. I think for men, it's like a collared shirt. Yes. Um you know, basically, like, don't go in there. You're not with flip flops and a tank top. <laughs> yes, if you show up in booty shorts, you're not. They're not, <laughs> not going to yeah. let. <laughs> but you know, generally speaking, you right. can usually get in. But yeah, Katie's right. So double check that. But you know, guys, I think if you like wear a polo shirt, yes, kind of thing. And yeah. ladies, if you're in like a maxi skirt and or you know, like a sundress or something, you should be fine. Yeah. And they, um, I mean, they say like you can wear jeans as long as they're in good condition. Like, you know, they know that even though it's a signature restaurant, even though there's a dress code, they know you're on vacation. They know you're at Disney. So you didn't pack your black tie and ball gown with you. Yeah. Um, but you do have to follow a specific dress code to get in. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> no, good call. That's a good call. Um, I forgot to make a note of that. Honestly, it didn't even cross my mind. I was thinking about the steak. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, my other my other one is at Epcot, of course, and it's at Chef de France, which is in the France Pavilion. Um, and it's this on the dinner menu. And I can't read all of this because it's in French and I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> uh, but I believe this is called the filet de bois. De bois. Sounds right. Um <laughs> But basically, it's a it's a grilled tenderloin of beef with green peppercorn sauce, mashed potatoes, and green beans, and it's thirty nine seventy five. So it's not crazy. It's a little bit cheaper than the fifty six dollars New York strip at the Yachtsman Steakhouse. So good, and for dessert because. If you go to a French restaurant and you don't get dessert, you've committed a party foul. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the vanilla creme brulee, which is eleven ninety five, and so delicious. In uh, like pretty much any wine, like any wine that you like, get a glass of wine because you're at a French restaurant, so get a glass of wine. Um, Absolutely. But the tenderloin is again so juicy so delicious so full of flavor the wait staff at that restaurant is incredible highly recommend it it's so great it's especially awesome if you can get a seat near the window so you can kind of see out and see people kind of you can people watch you know walk people walking by the pavilion 
it's it's awesome. Like the ambiance is just top notch. Service is top notch. Highly recommend it. And it's again, this is great for you know if you've had a full day in the park and you know you're gonna want that like hour and a half to sit down and relax and just eat a good meal. Mm-hmm. It's super easy. And then when you're done, you can go see Harmonious or if you don't want to see Harmonious, you can go try to get on Ratatouille or something. <laughs> Check out the Beauty and the Beast sing-along. Yeah, so it's awesome. I highly recommend it. So delicious. And I just <laughs> am I'm sitting here like we just spouted off a lot of beef options. I know. And let's <laughs> apparently Disney is doing beef really well. <laughs> we we should have had a time uh, a thing going of how many times we say um delicious in this episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hope nobody, yeah, like, don't start a drinking game right now. <laughs> Good call. Okay, so let's move into our quick service meals. Okay. And why don't you go ahead and do your your two quick service meals. Okay. Um, so uh, both of mine are in parks. Uh, I'm going to start with my not- my, my second choice I'm going to start with, and it is at Hollywood Studios, uh, and it's the Backlot Express, so it's just fairly simple, nothing crazy, and uh, I choose lunch or dinner for, for Backlot Express. Um, I'm big on the like late lunch, early dinner. Um, that way you can go and do whatever you want to do. So I'm, I'm thinking, you know, dinner I usually eat at like 3 o'clock, and it holds me over fairly well, because you're, you're busy, you're doing lots of walking. But I get the <laughs> beef burger <laughs> topped with barbecue pork, pepper jack cheese, lettuce, tomato, and pickles served with carrot sticks, of course, because we have to be healthy, and french fries. And it's only $14. It's $13.99. So you don't get a drink with it. You do have to pay for a drink for quick service men- uh, restaurants. They do not are not included. But it's it's one of the, you know, you're sitting watching the jedi's training right there and and enjoying some backlot express burgers and you know they have chicken fingers and other things like that but um i don't know you just kind of always go for a burger there which is really good that's an interesting combo beef topped with barbecued pork mm-hmm. yep i don't know how i feel about that it's yummy <laughs> it's, wait for it get your drinks it's delicious. <laughs> I like those things separately. I just don't know about together. Interesting. <laughs> it's All called right. the Backlot Burger. So, okay. Um, yeah, it's great. So, my second one is my go to. Um, I'll be honest with you, I would pay for a park hopper just to hop to Animal Kingdom to eat at this quick service every single day on my trip. Like, I'm not, no joke. I'm right there um, with you. I, and, you're going to have to push me out of the way. <laughs> it is Flame Tree Barbecue. It, it, uh, there's just something about it. It's a lunch or dinner. The food that is on this menu, um, if you have never been to the backyard, or I'm sorry, to Flame Tree Barbecue, they have ribs. They have pulled pork sandwiches. Um, I always get the baked macaroni and cheese topped with pulled pork and it comes with a side of onion rings and coleslaw and it is 
$12. I mean, I'm, I'm leaving there rolling to, uh, I'm rolling like the dung beetle on the <laughs> dung in a bug's life. Like seriously, I, it's so good. The other thing I have gotten before from there is the pulled pork sand, uh, pulled pork sandwich was just good, but I really like the mac and cheese. It's, it's great. And just like I said, check out all the food on this menu. It is always a line. I always recommend doing mobile ordering, especially for this restaurant, but any quick service for that menu matter. If you can do uh, mobile dining, definitely take advantage of that. But yeah, I mean, for $12, you're getting essentially sit down quality food. It's just great. And so. I, you know, I feel like a long time ago, this, there, it was like you could always walk right up to the mm-hmm. counter. You is absolutely this, could have. Yes. You, I haven't eaten there in a, in our last two trips. Is it still pretty? No. It's always like pretty empty. It's packed. Oh, it it's, is, it's the oh, opposite it's, now. It's hundred percent okay. opposite. And I'll be honest, um, Disney, I'm a little mad at you. Um, they got rid of my absolute favorite thing ever as a side dish here. And I have, I actually always make this for 4th of July. And the first time I ever ate at Flame Tree Barbecue, I saw it on the menu. I'm like, that's my salad. And it's a watermelon feta salad that they used to have. It was remarkable. Uh, They don't have it on the menu anymore. I'm so mad at them. Like, bring it back. What the heck? It's good. <laughs> no, but I'm with you. The The baked macaroni and cheese with the pulled pork is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And like you said, it's $12. Right. So it doesn't feel like, you, you feel like you're getting like a real meal. Mm-hmm. So. And it's the seating area too. So if you ever ask Dan, he'll tell you like, we both, anytime someone goes to Animal Kingdom and asks us like, oh, should we do, um... You know, should we eat at Yak and Yeti or should we eat at, at um, and where should, should we go to Rainforest? Like, no, no, just go to Flame Tree Bar, get quick service here. This is where you want to eat. And then the seating for it, you like go down these little stairs and you kind of sit down. You're away from everything. So it's nice and quiet. It's just a whole, the whole atmosphere of it is top notch. So good job, Joe. Yeah. yeah, the seating is like kind of, sprawling mm-hmm. actually but it's really enjoyable it's a nice place to relax yes i forgot to ask you did you ever eat at any of my sit-down restaurants have i you have ever eat? i have not no okay no. um yachtsman is on one of my on my short list of wanting it i just have never felt bougie enough to do it um <laughs> and you're gonna shame me and hang up on me for this one but I'm not big on French food I know (laughs) let me rephrase that I'm not big on French meals like the creme brulee I'm all about it the French wine heck yeah but I can't do the other stuff so there's French food and then there's other food that French people eat (laughs) this is true so I am not a French food person you will not catch me eating escargot like foie gras is never happening. <laughs> I don't care how much money you want to offer me. Like maybe if it was seven or eight or 10 figures, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not eating that. It's disgusting. And I obviously don't like a lot of fish things. So, but I mean, French people eat beef and ham and 
pork too. So that's why it's, it's kind of like if somebody in your party is super into French food, they have Mm -hmm. that stuff. But if somebody is like me and they're like, what's, you know, what's beef or chicken that has just a little bit of French influence on it. True. So it doesn't feel so far away from what I would normally eat. Right. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't, that. I'm not like a wimpy eater. I used to be, but I'm not like super adventurous either. Like I'm okay if I never try crickets. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. Uh, uh, th- they have them at. You can actually get them on uh, one of the. What is it in Disney Springs? It's actually on the menu. Chef Art's Homecoming, maybe. Yeah, I'm not. I'm good. No, I'm never going to eat that. See, but I will I'll- say, I I'm a very picky eater. Like I worked in the food industry for 16, 20 years. Like I I I'm to the point where I know what I like. And it has to be the way I want it to be cooked. I'm very picky in that aspect. Everyone teases me when we go, like when we go out to a big dinner, I'll always be that like, I want this, but can you do it this and da 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 da. But I will always try everything at least once. I, I have tried escargot. I have tried it a couple times and do not enjoy it, but I've tried it. I will. I can't. I there's. I can't do caviar. That that I can't do. No. <laughs> that, that I cut the line at that one. But yeah, there's just like certain things. It's like I don't need to try that. Right. I already know I don't like it. But there's other things where, I like. I've tried calamari. Mm-hmm. I don't like fish, but sure, I'll try some fried squid. What the hey? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. And when I was actually in France, you know, I kind of had to. Okay, I will say, I'm just going to admit to this. I went through like uh, the like like a French menu basically, like the translator and looked up the words of all the foods that I won't eat. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't accidentally order them off a menu. <laughs> but no, I tried stuff there too. Like I tried ratatouille. I'm not a huge, like, I don't have, I don't love a wide array of vegetables. I'm kind of like a peppers. Like, if it's in a taco, I'll eat it. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of thing. Ratatouille has different kinds of vegetables in it, but I tried it. It was really good. I would eat it again. You know, like, it's, it's like with a lot of French food, it's like the sauces, not so much the meat. Mm -hmm. But there are those things like the foie gras and the escargots that are a little bit, more French, but yeah, like yeah. I, so I, I this restaurant definitely has. You yeah. can go there with a wider range of people in your party, and everyone can find something that they would like. Yes, I will say I have gone to the bakery in the back of France, and I mean, who hasn't exactly? <laughs> um, so actually, funny thing, I I knew it was back there, but I very rarely ever went back there. So the one time we went back, I bought a baguette, walked around Epcot with a baguette, like a whole like three foot baguette walked around Epcot, which was awesome. Um, I recommend it. Do it. It's fun. (laughs) Walk around while you're drinking with a loaf of bread. Um, But so for Christmas, uh, mine and my sister's favorite cookie. I mean, we could eat these things by the dozen in 20 minutes. Like they're just, they're called snowflake cookies. So they're, it's basically a meringue and to make the cookie, you it's a meringue and then you put chocolate chips in it and it's reverse baking. So you turn the oven on 
And when the oven gets to temperature, you turn it off and you put the cookies in the oven while the oven's cooling. That's how these are made. So okay. anyways, those are our favorite Christmas cookies. Like can't, they, they don't sit on the cookie tray for long. Well, I was watching a blog a few years ago and I happened to see these things. I'm like, that's a giant snowflake cookie. And in the, in the bakery at France, they have this meringue cookie. It's gigantic. I mean, it's, you know, fits on a 12 inch plate. It's topped with chocolate on top of it, but it was essentially a a gigantic snowflake cookie. Like this is the best thing ever. How did I never know that this thing was back here? So (laughs) they do have some good stuff back there. Okay, we got a little bit sidetracked, but that's okay. That's what <laughs> happens true. when you talk about food, right? right? <laughs> mm, uh, okay, so my two sit-down restaurants, or my uh, quick service, rather, quick service yes. restaurants are, uh, the first one I chose was Earl of Sandwich at Yum. Disney Springs. This is like my go-to place. And this is you can get this at lunch or dinner. My favorite thing to get is the ham and Swiss hot sandwich. It has ham, Swiss cheese, sour cream, and mustard sauce. I usually get it without the mustard sauce. So I get that. That's $8.49 and then a bowl of tomato soup. Their tomato soup is so good. And that's $2.99. So basically, what is that? Like 12 bucks. You got a sandwich and a and a bowl of soup. Uh, it's really good. And it's just like a nice, hearty, comfort food. Mm-hmm. I love it. They all, they have another sandwich there too. That's um, it's like a caprese kind of yes. sandwich. It's a mozzarella, tomato, um, basil. That one's really good too. But I usually end up getting the ham and Swiss. Sometimes if we go there twice, we've gone on trips where I went in there like three times. <laughs> there's Uh, nothing wrong with that no it's so good and you know it's so funny because a few years ago Corey and I had to drive somewhere it's like an hour from us and we happened to see one here and I was so excited so it's an I haven't been there in a while because it it is a little bit of a drive to get to but I, I know at least if if everything is perfect one day and I have like an hour and a half to drive there, I can go get my ham, ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they're they're really delicious. I I love them, and I mean, there's so many choices at Disney Springs. It's like, but this one's kind of in the old marketplace side, so it's going to be over by like the Christmas store and, mm-hmm. you know, like past the, past the world of Disney over there where, um, yeah, the Christmas store and rainforest cafe and those were, but, uh, yeah, just reliable, hearty, comforting. It's, it's great, you know, because we usually go in the cooler months. So in February it can get chilly at night. So you sit down and have your hot sandwich and your bowl of soup. It's awesome. Uh, so that's why you don't one. go in February. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, my other one is the Lotus Blossom Cafe in the China Pavilion at Epcot. And this is on the lunch or dinner menu. It's the same. And it's the orange chicken combo that comes with steamed rice, an egg roll, and a side of broccoli. 
Now, I'm not a big egg roll person, so I usually just like substitute extra rice because I can put away some rice. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm training uh, to be on Survivor, the amount of rice that I eat. It's Yeah, I don't know why. Just, but yeah, no. But this meal, it's funny because the way that I actually came to eat this meal was I was there at a super crowded time of year. It was like over Easter break. So there's just like people everywhere and we were just starving. Just so we were literally going into each pavilion and just like looking for the shortest line. <laughs> and we like walked up to this place and the line was really short. And I you were looking at the menu and I was like, oh, orange chicken. And so it was like totally random because normally I wouldn't even think to I'm not like I don't even really eat Chinese food. Although my brother did introduce me to, uh, what is it, Panda Express. <laughs> I know that is not, that is not like real Chinese food. I know that, but they are, they do have good food there though. But um, yeah, no, this is really good. The orange chicken combo is so good. And it's, it's $14.50, but there's like, I felt like I, I got a lot of food, like, yeah, like, you're not going to be hungry. You're not going to feel like you didn't get the value for what you paid. Right. So, um, but yeah, oh, just so good. Like, there, it's like tangy, but not like so sweet that it's overwhelming. But you just have that like that orange flavor. So it gives it a little punch with the steamed rice. It's just so. It's so good, and just. Again, like when I was there, it was like super crowded. And for whatever reason, we were able to get in and out of that location pretty quick. So keep that in mind for your Epcot adventures. That's a great little, that that whole area is a nice, it, a nice little area, like quiet. And you can still kind of people watch the people that are walking back. I, I think what it is over there is Mexico and Norway and now France are always going to be insane because they have an attraction. And when you go to, you know, people, everybody loves pizza. So Italy right. is going to be crazy. Always. You know? So I think maybe people think that China, Japan, uh, Morocco, is another one. Mm -hmm. They're all they're always like oh the lines there are a little bit less. Yeah. Cause I think people think that the menu is gonna be so far gone. Yes. That their kid won't eat it or, you know, there's I'm not gonna be able to find something on the menu. It's gonna be too adventurous. Mm -hmm. But I highly recommend actually looking at the menus and not just assuming because Absolutely. I can almost always find something that I love. So yeah, yeah. I I will say Dan loves eating at the quick service in Morocco. Um, he he will get that as long as we're not there for a festival. That's his go to for a quick service. That's um, the funny thing is I hear from people who like they love it. Mm -hmm. Like pe people that have eaten there, they love it. Mm -hmm. The people that actually take the time and go find it, that's one of their favorite places to go eat. Yeah. So I, I mean, I look a at challenge it, guys. <laughs> oh, it absolutely is. And there's so it's much food to choose challenge. From. 
But I look at Lotus Blossom, like, how can you go wrong with, with, you know, Chinese food? I mean, that was our dinner on Saturday night, you know, and, you know, you have picky kids, just tell them that these are Disney chicken fingers and get them sweet and sour chicken without sweet and sour sauce. Like, that's how I get James to eat it. So just lie to your kid. <laughs> but you're not technically lying. You're just, you know, stretching the truth just a little. Parents everywhere are condoning that right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, goodness. Like, mommy, why don't these look different? Oh, we just ordered them from a different restaurant. That's okay. It's chicken fingers or chicken nuggets. That's all it is. He eats them. Or he peels the breading and eats the chicken. Either way, it's a win. He's eating the protein. Are you ready for snacks? Oh, gosh. Yes. I, I did choose my two favorite. It was very hard. Because like I said <laughs> earlier, I mean... When we first started talking about this, I'm like, oh, easy. You know, pretzel in a Mickey bar. How can you go wrong? I'm like, wait, there's more. Even you said it. Like, there are other snacks. I'm like, you know what? There are. So you have your go-to snacks that you're Is everybody taking get. note right now about how Katie is slipping in extra snacks? I am. Besides <laughs> the like two that? that she's supposed to talk <laughs> Did about. Did you catch that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not going to talk about them because we know about them. But I'm just saying, like, you have your snacks that you go for. But my two snacks that I actually picked that I will make sure to go out of my way to get these snacks. So they're both in Magic Kingdom, plus side and a negative side to each of them. Uh, the first one is at Sleepy Hollow. So you can mobile order this restaurant, and I recommend it. My go-to there is the – we're going to put an asterisk next to this. I'll explain it in a second – my go-to there is the fresh fruit waffle sandwich. It is a Belgian waffle topped with Nutella with strawberries, bananas, and blueberries. Here's my asterisk. I just get the waffle with the, with the Nutella. I don't do none of that fresh fruit stuff. I don't like bananas. They're disgusting. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not big on blueberries. If anything, I would just put the strawberries on them, but they come all mixed together and I can't pick because the bananas touch the strawberries. And again, they're disgusting. So I just get it on the side and give the fruit to James. But so the snack is $8.29. It's delicious. You can mobile order there. I recommend it. The line does get long and it is not a very big uh, building. So when you're looking at Magic Kingdom Castle, and you are going to go to your left towards Haunted Mansion and uh, actually towards the Hall of Presidents right there. It's this little building on the corner and it's great. I, I recommend it. They do have other things other than the fresh fruit waffle. They, they're all waffles. Like all the meals there are waffles. They do have um, funnel cake you can order, which is good. And... Uh, if you want a little snack that's not as sweet with as the Nutella waffle, they have a spicy chicken and uh, coleslaw Belgian waffle, which is actually surprisingly really good. It's Disney's take on chicken and waffle. so That's um, what I would get. Yeah. Well, minus the coleslaw, but oh, yeah. It's good. The whole place is good. But like I said, it gets busy. Uh, I want to say on October, on, on the beginning of the 50th, the line was like, halfway down towards um splash mountain like the line was insane for it so mobile order 
my <laughs> recommendation, but it's good. Um, so my second one is kind of hard to find. It is in Magic Kingdom. It is a newer little area. If you are going towards Adventureland, right before you walk into Adventureland is the last place that this cart has been. I'm not sure if they've moved location. It is the spring roll cart. They have two options. A lot of times they do a normal one and then they have a special. So they kind of rotate the, the spring rolls that they have. But I always get the pepperoni pizza spring roll, which yes, I realize it's like ordering a pizza log, but it's not. It's like spring roll phyllo dough. Like it's good. They're so good. You get two. Uh, it's nine fifty for the two. You get a dipping sauce. Other ones that they've had that I've tried, I just haven't. I'm not a big fan of them. There was a cheeseburger one, um, which was just ground beef and cheese and ground, uh, chopped onions in it. Dan really enjoyed that one, and then a Philly cheesesteak one that they had which that one was good, but I'll always go for the pizza one. So they so is the thing that makes it a spring roll, the actual roll on yes. the outside of it and the shape of it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you cannot find anything about the spring roll cart on the Disney website. You do have to Google it, go to a blogger for some information. Um, they do sell out quickly. Sometimes, a lot of times they will reload the cart. Sometimes they'll be sold out for a little while. Um, I think now that it's more popular that they are constantly refilling it, but it's nine fifty. It's a little bit of an expensive snack, but they're good. They're really good. And it's nice to just grab a couple and, and kind of go. So the negative part about this one, my snack is you can't mobile order this snack. You got to wait in line and line, you know, it, it's, it's like a little popcorn cart. It's got one, maybe two people working it and you got to cash out and then they get the food and then the next one. So the line can go a little bit slower, but it is worth it. Yes. Cool. Sounds yeah. like a spring roll I might like. Yes. I know. <laughs> I'm the same as you. I don't like like veggie spring rolls or the pork spring rolls at um, Chinese restaurants. I don't, I don't know, something about it. I can't do it. These ones are really good. I'm going to take things off of your list and add them to my <laughs> list. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Uh, as we're talking to, I would like to recommend you guys to, if you are going to Disney and you do want to spend some time doing some food research to enhance your trip a bit, the Disney food blog yes. is awesome. They stay up to date really well, and they always post photos. So, you know, mm -hmm. the Disney website is great for just getting, like, basic menus, but you can't necessarily always see a picture of what the items are on the menu because that's not what Disney's trying to necessarily do. Right. <laughs> uh, but the Disney food blog is awesome. Uh, I actually mm -hmm. met one of the ladies that Did does really? it. Yeah, uh, it was totally, like, random. It, we were at uh, Sunshine Seasons over in Epcot, and she was talking. She was trying to get a cupcake, and she was, like, she had that, you know, they were, like, behind the counter, so, like, the person has to hand it to you. And she was, like, 
you know, can, is there one that has like, you know, that's not as misshaped of frosting. She was trying to find like a really nice looking one because she had to take pictures of it. Mm-hmm. So that's I awesome. talked to her for a couple of minutes while she was, yeah, but they work really hard. So, uh, and they're just like a great resource and I know you use them and I use All them. All the so. time. Yeah. They, they are who you can uh, go to, to see about these spring rolls. Um, I do. You're right though. They do stay up to date with everything. They have especially when festivals come out. I mean, day one of like food and wine festival, they have the pictures of every single item you can get. Yeah. It's crazy. Everything. <laughs> I don't, yeah. They're, they have to have like just an insane team of people. I yeah. don't know, but yeah. So I, you know, follow them on Instagram, yeah, me you too. know, start a little, uh, you, you can start like the little saved post folder in Instagram. So just name it Disney food and like save the ones that look good. So you can refer back to them. Yeah. yeah they're great. They also do um, uh, restaurant reviews and they're, they're pretty honest and fairly accurate on, on their reviews. Um, you know, and it's just like any review that take it with how you want to take it kind of thing. If it's something you really want to go to, maybe, you know, try it anyway, regardless, but they're really good about what their reviews are like and if it's worth yeah. it or not, you know? Yeah. Cool. Yes. All right. Pepperoni pizza spring roll. Yeah. I haven't tried making them at that home. right now. I tried making that. We went to Wegmans and I bought, I bought phyllo dough and I bought whatever the other kind of dough is that's similar to it. Was it egg roll? Like the egg roll type roll wrap up. And I tried making the pepperoni pizza spring rolls. Like I tried finding the recipe and how to bake it and everything that they do in Disney. Yeah, it doesn't come out the same. <laughs> the amount of time Nothing ever effort, does. Right? The amount of time and effort I spent into doing that, I could have just went to Disney for a day and bought one. <laughs> okay. Where do you got? Mine are... <laughs> Desserts. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I, uh, so I felt like Lilo. Desserts. <laughs> okay, so my first one, actually, Katie, you introduced me to. Yes, so I it's did. at L'Artisan de Glaces in the France Pavilion at Epcot. Uh, and it is the ice cream martini. Mm. It's thirteen ninety five. You get a choice of Grand Meunier, whipped cream vodka, or rum with two scoops of ice cream or sorbet. So I tried it the first time with chocolate, a, a scoop of chocolate ice cream, a scoop of strawberry sorbet, and then my uh, liquor was the whipped cream vodka. Freaking delicious very desserty like that chocolate just makes it feel like you know after dinner dessert the second time I tried it in the same trip it <laughs> judged me <laughs> uh, I did a scoop of white chocolate coconut ice cream a scoop of mango sorbet and then I did that with the whipped cream vodka also delicious but like a little bit a little bit lighter because you know chocolate can kind of be even though this was white chocolate it was like that you can really taste the coconut in it mm-hmm. I mean 
and really just the white chocolate coconut ice cream on its own. Like if you just wanted to get that in a cone, so good. <laughs> but they are, and I feel like they're a really good value. It was, you know, $14, but I wouldn't have been totally, I wouldn't, I would have still got it if it was 20 Mm-hmm. So I felt like the uh, amount that you got and what it was was a, a good value, and it's easy to it's pretty easy to eat while you're walking around, but it's just so good. It's so so good, and it's now. Have you ever gotten the one with Grand Marnier? No, I only t- I for both of them for whatever reason I just felt like the whipped cream vodka was the way to go. But I think next time. Next time when I do two in one trip or three, <laughs> I I probably will try a combination with the Grand Marnier because I feel like maybe that would be good with like some of the sorbets for sure. Yeah. Like I'm interested. I want to do. So when I go next, I do want to try one with the Grand Marnier, but I don't know what kind of ice cream to get with it. Like I'm not big on orange chocolate at all. Like it's almost as disgusting as bananas, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking that I would probably do like strawberry with it, or vanilla, like just vanilla, like orange sickle kind of. You know what I mean? I like strawberries with orange. I'm trying to think like what do I put in smoothies when I use orange right. <laughs> smoothies, you know, <laughs> it would probably be really good with the mango too. But yeah, mango is one of those things where people either like mango or they despise mango. And like, right. if you try to slip mango in anything, then like there's mango in this. <laughs> yes. I'm looking. You can taste it for sure. You know, oh, yeah. it's like banana. Like, you know, yeah. you know, if there's banana in something. I'm looking at the ice cream flavors right now, and obviously I'm sure they might, you know, differ depending, but I'm thinking coffee ice cream with whipped cream vodka and either vanilla ice cream or basically the English version of this uh, sea salt caramel ice cream. It is not called that there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that would be really good too. Like coffee, that's the thing is like there's so many different combinations. Oh, yeah. And I did two different scoops. Right. You know, I know a lot of people might just pick all one flavor right. of ice cream, but I was like, let me try this with all these flavors. Right. Like I'm thinking of so, how I drink my coffee in the morning. Like I could drink a coffee. I get sea salt caramel flavored creamer for my coffee. So sea salt caramel with coffee ice cream topped with whipped cream vodka. <laughs> yeah sounds <laughs> delicious hmm <laughs> yeah it's like one of my new favorite things I'm so glad you told me about it you are welcome okay so that's that one my other one is yes at Aloha Isle at the Magic Kingdom which is in Adventureland uh, mm-hmm. Aloha Isle's in Adventureland and I I always get the pineapple float it's also often referred to as a Dole Whip float, which is, you kind of get a choice. Like, so it's Dole pineapple juice served with your choice of pineapple soft serve, vanilla soft serve, or a swirl. I always just do the pineapple soft serve in the pineapple juice. It's awesome. 
So when you hear people say Dole Whip, that is just the ice cream. So this is a Dole Whip float or a pineapple float. So if you want the juice, you got to ask for the float. I don't know why you would just get a Dole Whip. I want the juice. (laughs) Um, And they actually also, you can also get this at the Polynesian Resort. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to highlight Aloha Island Magic Kingdom for anybody who isn't trying to go to a resort to get snacks. (laughs) Um, Just so that you know that you can get this in Magic Kingdom. So they're delicious. I... I love pineapple and it's so, it's so refreshing. Like if you go and it's warm outside, it's so refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's so delicious. The line can get really long. Very. So you have to time it good. And the way things are now, probably want to do mobile order. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're delicious. And you can also well, get this at, add- at Animal Kingdom also. Oh, yeah, that's right. right they started the doing it there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So there's a couple of places. Yeah, they're popular enough now where you can get them multiple, multiple places. So mm-hmm. those are my those are my snacks. I know. And two good like, ones they are. <laughs> people are going to roll their eyes. That's why I wanted to be very specific. I know people always talk about the Dole Whip, but I need to have the juice. So if you want the juice, you got to ask for the float because it's not the same thing. And I think people just use Dole Whip as like a blanket term <laughs> for right. anything that has like the pineapple in it. And it's like, no, man, <laughs> you have to be specific. <laughs> you don't want to be sending people out for the wrong thing. At the Polynesian, you can get an adult Dole Whip. Yes. And I definitely want to try that. Like, oh, so I'm just going to like roll up there one night to watch the water pageant and just drink Dole Whip Whip floats with the booze in it. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so now we're going to do our wish list meals. So these are the things that we have not eaten, but we are, eyes are bugging out of our heads because we want to eat them very badly. Mm -hmm. At least I know I want to eat mine very badly. So, okay, what are two, what are your two wish list meals? All right. So my first one is at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Uh, it is the California Grill. And I mean, I just want to eat there. First of all, let me just say, I just want to eat there during the fireworks and go out on the roof and watch the fireworks while I'm, you know, about to have my dessert and a glass of wine or right before I eat dinner. But the thing that really catches my eye. So what's really nice about this restaurant, it is a little bit expensive. It does. It is a signature dining. You do have to follow the dress code. Um, But for $89, you get an appetizer, an entree, a dessert, and the atmosphere. Very important. Yeah, they're doing prefix menu, right? Yes, they do. Yeah. So the one that catches my eye, my stomach, I guess you can say, is the 35-ounce beef ribeye tomahawk steak for two. You get, with it, two-year-aged Gouda mac and cheese, 
honey glazed carrots, black garlic butter on top of the steak. Yum. <laughs> like, yeah, man, can I get a bucket of mac and cheese to go? Right? <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I was looking at the appetizer because you get an appetizer to start. I'm like, meh, meh. Okay, I'll pick one because I have to. I'm looking at the dessert going, meh. I'll pick one because I have to. Actually, they have uh, California cheeses as a dessert, which anyone who's ever had cheese for a dessert, you're my favorite person. Cheese for dessert is awesome. It's so good. Um, they give it to you with the honey? Yes, I believe they do. Yeah. Honey drizzles yes. on it. Yeah. But, I mean, you think about it, and like $90, okay, it's expensive, but you're getting a three-course meal. And you're on top of the contemporary. Like the Magic Kingdom is right out the window. So definitely on my list. Um, I have been in the restaurant. Uh, I just have never eaten there. So it is on the list. Yeah, it's on mine too. I'd like to someday. It's just, it's like, I don't know. It's a three-hour commitment. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, when it comes you're down to You're not going to go in there and rush out of there. Right. It's- you're you're gonna be spending time there so you know and and, you know you're not guaranteed to get this seat or that seat right right so you have to like really want to eat there yes and experience the food and now what I will say about this restaurant that is great um the staff and the kitchen are all on the same page when it comes to it um I did have clients that uh ate there a few years ago and specifically ate there They sat down about 45 minutes prior to, at the time, Happily Ever After going off. So, you know, I think Happily Ever After was at 8. Their reservation was at like 710, 715, somewhere around there. So it gave them enough time to sit down, order their food. They got their appetizer. They started eating. And their waiter basically said, you know, just so you know, fireworks are starting. We are going to hold off on your food for a moment if that's what you want. We will, you know, we're not, we're going to take our time preparing it for you. You can go out onto the roof basically right there and, you know, enjoy happily ever after they pipe the music in. And then after it's over, you come in and you sit back down and your food is, it's fresh. It hasn't been sitting there for 20 minutes. Like it's fresh and you can enjoy the rest of your meal. So they don't, you know, rush you to do it. They do time everything if you do want to enjoy the fireworks for it. So I think that's really cool. That's that's uh, worth it in my book. Good one. Thank you. My second one, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna put this one because it's temporarily unavailable because of um, character restrictions still happening at Disney World, but it is at the Wilderness Lodge again. And it is the storybook dining at Artist Point. And uh, Dopey, Grumpy, Snow White, and the Evil Witch um, are the characters that you would see there on a normal day. The atmosphere, again, the whole thing, like they play into the poison apples. So there's, you know, poison apple martinis that come out that are smoking and um, kind of fun stuff like that, that they play into the whole Snow White story. But the menu item is uh, that I would choose would be the Royal Prime Rib Roast. 
with horseradish mashed potatoes, which I would substitute because I don't do mashed potatoes either, carrots, and a popover. So for this entree, again, it is the prefix menu. So you get an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. And this meal for a character dining is only $60 for that. Um, again, you know, asterisk on this meal because it does not, it is temporarily unavailable. There is no word on when it's coming back, but as soon as it does, I know I will be making a reservation for this, uh, Snow White's one of my favorite movies. So yeah, this is on my list too. Like not on my list for today, but like in general, like I would like to do this character meal. Yeah. I've heard really good things about it. Like I'm, only good things. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. A friend of mine did eat there and got a lot of cool pictures and I'm like, yeah, I need to eat there. And we actually had a reservation for it in um, February of 2020 when we were there, but we ended up having to cancel it because of Rise of the Resistance. So <laughs> all the trade-offs. <laughs> Harsh trade-offs. Yeah. Yeah. So not bitter. It's all right. Just dream. Well, they've been it. bringing them back still. Yes, they are They're slowly, slowly bringing them back. Them in, yes. So, yeah, I would imagine soon, which is good. Yes. They're going to need more character dining for sure. I know. Yeah. And it's so hard to say, like, I mean, this, this character experience is just completely closed. Like, it's not even open without characters there are some yeah. character experiences that are the menu there i'm sorry the restaurant's still open but you know is the character there or are they kind of just making an appearance like hey i'm here okay i'm not here or are they just not coming out at all like it's we don't really know what they're doing with them so yeah those are my wish lists those are <sighs> california girl i'm gonna say is definitely way up there like that's a. Uh... I need to just say, all right, this is what we're doing. Let's just do it. I you have you ever eaten any? You didn't eat at Storybook. Have you ever eaten at California Grill? You've been in there. I know we've we've been in the restaurant. Yeah, I've seen it, but I've never eaten there. Okay. No, I I think the actually fanciest restaurant I've eaten at is Yasmin Steakhouse. Yeah. So I still need to hit California Grill, Citrico's, mm-hmm. Victorian Alberts. Mm. And honestly, I don't, I need to, you know, that's one of those things where I have to look at the menus because again, like I'm not eating steak tartare. No. <laughs> you know, there's just, and I'm not doing fish and muzzles and all of that stuff. They tend to go towards a more fa- fancier, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess maybe some of these places think they can't make chicken fancy. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, Gatsman Steakhouse, I think, is the nicest one I've eaten at. So, but uh, I have on my wish list uh, Steakhouse 71, which is new over at the Contemporary Resort. Mm-hmm. So pretty easy to get to. If you're at Magic Kingdom, you can pop over on the monorail. This item is on the lunch menu. Their lunch menu is more sandwiches. Their dinner menu is more actually steaks. So if you want a steak, you'll have to look at their dinner menu. This is the lunch menu, and it is the gourmet grilled cheese. It's toasted brioche, gruyere, smoked gouda, 
shredded pork belly, caramelized onion jam, and arugula served with, uh, you get a choice of a wedge salad, Parmesan fries, or pasta salad. I obviously would get the Parmesan fries because that sounds freaking delicious. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Like, can I just get a side Um, of those, please? (laughs) I know, right? Uh, So that's $16. The only thing with the sandwich is I would probably, I'm not, I hate arugula. It Mm -hmm. tastes weird to me. Mm -hmm. So I'd probably see if I can either get it without or replace it with spinach because I am like a spinach queen. But, and then basically everything on the dessert menu I would get, (laughs) but especially the Steakhouse 71 chocolate cake, which is layers of whiskey infused chocolate cake, chocolate mousse and raspberries. And that's $11. So Lunch and dessert for $26 total. It's not bad. Sounds good to me. I can. No. Uh, and I've heard only good things about mm-hmm. this restaurant. Like, it's been open for just, I mean, I think it, they Less than started serving October 1st. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've heard only good things about lunch and dinner. So, but the the gourmet grilled cheese, like, I'm, I love grilled cheese so if you tell me there's gourmet grilled cheese I will be there (laughs) the other item on my dining wish list which I know you will hate is at Kona Cafe which is at the Polynesian Resort I love the restaurant (laughs) pop over on the monorail super easy from Magic Kingdom Uh, Kona Cafe is for breakfast and it's called Tonga Toast which is a banana stuffed French toast rolled in cinnamon sugar and served with a strawberry compote and your choice of ham, spiced ham, bacon, or sausage. And that is $16. Now, somehow I've never had this and it's like I don't know legendary. How that's possible. <laughs> like, I have no because idea. Every how. Time, because every time we go over there for breakfast, we're going to Ohana. Okay, okay. For the character breakfast. So, because right. we have to get our pog juice. <laughs> True. Uh, so, it's just, like, never been, like, I need to, instead of making my trek over to the boardwalk, I need to make my trek over to Polynesian and get Tonga Toast. But, yeah, it is legendary. Mm-hmm. So, so, it's been around for I don't know how long, and somehow I've never had it, but it sounds so good. So, 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 so good. I can tell you it's been around since at least 1993. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Polynesian is where we stayed the first time we went. And I can distinctly remember the kids' menus, which were cardboard menus, and you got to pop out like scrambled egg glasses on the kids' menu. We still have a set. Um, but my dad ordered this. And even though I do not like bananas, when somebody tells me they're looking for a good breakfast place, I do recommend this. And I do tell them to try the Tonga Toast because of how, I mean, this is one, you know, it's been on the menu forever. It's just that it's a good. staple. It is a staple. It absolutely is. So, yes, I might not like it, but I will still recommend it. I do. I cannot believe you've never had it. <laughs> I know. I don't know what's wrong with me, you know. <laughs> but nice. I'm going to make it happen next time for sure. Now, let me ask you this. What do you get to drink? I mean, you say your pog juice, okay. But do you get a French press? 
oh, with this, I have to drink coffee because this is a guaranteed sugar crash for me. Oh, yeah. Like, anybody who knows me, okay, one of my favorite things, this is, a, it's terrible for you, and I probably only have it, like, once every 18 months, is the stuffed French toast at IHOP. <laughs> so it's, like, the cream cheese and the sugar and, like, strawberries, and uh, it's so delicious. But, like, when I eat that, I eat it at dinner time because I'm going to bed right after right. and I'm not waking up for 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I think like that's part of the thing, you know, when we eat at Ohana, it's like, it's the waffles, but it's also the eggs and the sausage. So I'm getting that mix of like protein and carbs. Yeah. But this is obviously very much just a carb based, you're just getting carbs, <laughs> just like mm-hmm. bread and you know, I don't eat a ton of bread. So like pancakes and French toast are always like, I love them, but I have to, that's my, I have to eat breakfast for dinner yes. kind of thing because yeah. I have to go to bed right after. So yeah, you definitely... this is one of those things I'd probably get on like a late resort morning. Like if we were doing Epcot that day right. and Epcot's not opening till 11, I would like go here at eight and get this and then go take a nap for two hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, or if we were just like taking the day off of, off of park, that's a good then time I could to have do it too. Yeah. Then, yeah. So and you have to do the French press. Like I, if you go to Polynesian, okay. And you do not order a French press with 100% Kona coffee, not Kona blend or anything like that, pure Kona coffee in the French press, you're doing it wrong. You can't do Disney wrong, but you do it wrong. (laughs) No, I would do that and I would just have the whole, I would just be like, just bring me the press. Oh, they do. I'm going to. Drink the whole thing by myself. Yeah, I'm no, not they sharing it. <laughs> they bring the press, so that's the really nice thing is they bring the press and they tell you like, you know, they'll they'll wait. They'll tell you it's going to be fifteen minutes, and they bring it and they don't. They let you press it. They bring it to the table once it's ready to be pressed. Okay, so, yeah, I'm not sharing because no. I need all of that caffeine. <laughs> Actually, uh, the the French press is the first time I ever had black coffee, and that's the Kona. That is why I started drinking my coffee with no sugar is because I actually enjoyed the flavor of coffee from that. Do they serve the pog juice at Kona cafe? Yes. I forgot to look. Yeah. So they yeah. Do. So I would, I would, I would drink the coffee while I ate the French toast and then I would get the pog juice to go. <laughs> Good decision. Cause I can't go to Polynesian for breakfast and not get the pog juice. For, so I'm going to throw this out there. Because it's a, a food discussion and we're kind of on topic. I'm not adding something, but I'm just letting somebody know, if anybody know, while we're talking about coffee and, des- and breakfast and things like that, Joffrey's is good coffee. But if you're going to Magic Kingdom, take the monorail over to Polynesian. They do have a little cafe right outside of Kona that you can order a French press. Just know it takes about 20 minutes. But Dan, it's one thing that Dan and I will do every time we go to, to Magic Kingdom is we hop on the monorail, go over to Polynesian, get ourselves a French press, and we walk into Magic Kingdom with the French press coffee. I mean, you know, not the actual press. It's poured into a cup at that point. But take, yeah. our, <laughs> take our pure Kona coffee. Um, and if you have a coffee lover, if you know someone who really likes coffee and you want to get them a souvenir, you can buy the pure Kona coffee, a pound of it. And give them that as their souvenir if you wanted to buy them something. So just a little 
dig in there about something. But your Steakhouse 71 recommendation. So I will be in Disney in a couple of weeks and have a reservation for Steakhouse 71 for breakfast on our checkout day. I'm very excited about the breakfast menu. Oh, cool. That'll be interesting to hear about. Yeah. I haven't decided what I'm getting yet on the breakfast menu, but I'm going for breakfast. (laughs) Okay. So real quick before we kind of close out. Yes. Did you have any thoughts about my choices or were you surprised by any of them? Um, I don't think I knew you've ever eaten at Yachtsman. I feel like we might have talked about it, but I don't know if it never clicked. But honestly, I think my biggest surprise for you would have been the Lotus Blossom Cafe for a, a quick service. And it's so like it's such an easy quick service. It's a good quick service, but like I think that one is probably the most shocked that I think you picked. <laughs> Happy accident. Right? And that's a good I mean, and you brought up a good point about it. Like go and check out the menus and and you know, go to those lower lines and you get good food so how about me did you see all mine coming I don't I wouldn't have guessed a spring roll cart just because it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't even think about it yeah it's good and I know we had kind of you know after our last episode when we were just chatting you had made a comment about we'll see we'll you know let's fight over the dole whip (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, but which was actually part of the reason I didn't put flame tree barbecue in my quick service section, because I know that that's like one of your Mm go-tos. So I was like, let me actually look at, so that's when I went and I was like, you know, I haven't written anything out for Disney Springs and there's so many restaurants over there. And I was like, Oh, I have to put Earl of sandwich because it's so good. That's but. a good one. And actually, it just hit me what the name of it is that you were thinking, the fresh mozzarella. Don't know why I just thought of it. It's a muffaletto sandwich, I believe is what they call it. Yeah, I'll have to double check the menu. I'm For you guys, I know this was like a lot of information. So oh, yeah. I'm going forward from this episode on... The If you listen to the podcast in an app like iTunes or Google Podcasts, I'm going to have the basic episode description in there along with our links to like our website and Twitter and all that stuff. Um, but the expanded show notes are going to be on our website. So if you go to themainmagic.com and just search for the, you know, just go to the podcast tab it's going to be the expanded show notes will be in there. So I'm going to have links out to all of these menus for all of the, for all the restaurants that we mentioned. So you can go check out the menu yourself to see if there's anything else on there that you might like. And I'll write out our, uh, the, the choices that we had as well, in case you want to like pin it on Pinterest or something, save it for later. So you can remember, oh, I remember she was talking about this sandwich or the steak or whatever. So, you know, just if you ever looking for more information about an episode going forward, I'll have all the expanded show notes on the website. So 
any links that we mentioned, any references I need to include that I came upon while I was doing research for an episode, all that stuff's going to be over on the website. I think that's it. I will say, I, was, I guess I was kind of surprised about Whispering Canyon, but I don't know why. I guess I would have thought that you would have picked like just something else in one of the parks versus Whispering Canyon. Yeah, they were. But again, like we don't necessarily talk about the Wilderness Lodge all the time. Right. <laughs> so it's not because it's not good, but just because it's kind of one of those, you know, yeah. it's, it's not all fancy, you know, it's not like all lights and glitter, like some of the, you know, like Grand Floridian and all that. Is, right. And kind of gets more attention. I kind of wanted to throw in, like, there are ones, a couple, you know, I know I said I don't eat a lot of sit-downs. I have eaten at quite a few. But I like the idea of doing sit-downs on break days, that a day you're not going to a park or the day you're leaving or the day you arrive when you're not planning on going to a park. So because it was between that, uh, between Whispering Canyon and a restaurant in a park. And I, I just kind of went for the resort idea as something to do. And it's fun, especially if you have little kids. It's fun. And everyone needs ketchup for French fries when you go there. So, One of the problems that I was kind of running into with the sit-down restaurants was not that I haven't necessarily eaten at a bunch of them, but that they were just okay. Yes. Yeah. Like where the money that you paid was more about the experience of the restaurant rather than the food quality. I, I agree. Yeah. One that comes to mind, I'll just mention it so that I can explain myself a little bit better is the Coral Reef restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's fine. The food's not bad. It's fine. Right. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Like red lobster is fine. Or for my people that live in Texas, Saltgrass Steakhouse is fine, or Texas Roadhouse is fine, mm -hmm. or, you know, it's fine. It's a solid meal, but the price you're paying doesn't necessarily reflect the quality of the meal. It's more about the ambience of the restaurant. You're paying a premium to eat in an aquarium. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. It's, you know, if you have little kids that are super into it, I, to me, it's like kind of a one and done. Like, I'm good. I ate there. I agree. I'm not going to go out of my way to eat there again. And that's what I kind of kept running into. Mm -hmm. You know, I've heard similar things about Be Our Guest. Mm. Like, if you're a Beauty and the Beast fan, you should eat there once yeah that, that, see that <laughs> so one's a one and done for me I've eaten there once I my my opinion of that place not to interrupt you but my opinion is if you're going to eat there like it's great it's awesome you're in the beast castle the beast doesn't come up to you but for this for half the price and the same menu and the same food you can go to France and Epcot and go to the bakery and get the same food for half the price and then, I, and then, of course, a lot of the other sit-down restaurants we've done have them breakfast, like mm -hmm. buffet kind of things. And they're all great. But I felt like I wanted to hold those for another episode just because people kind of know about those. And 
we've definitely mentioned a few of them over the course of episodes. So yeah, we're going to do more food stuff because obviously food is a huge part of a Disney vacation. Like you have to eat. So you might as well eat something that you like or try something new or, you know, have an experience so that you're not just eating cheeseburgers the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like you can do that if you want, but if you're like, you know, we're going for a week. I don't want to just eat cheeseburgers all week. We want, we want you to know that there's all this other like delicious food you can get. That's for all different price ranges and in all different locations. So um, we figured this was a good way to like introduce everybody to the different price points, the different food options, snacks, all the different kinds of things that you can get and enjoy there. So yeah, and that's the one thing that I tell people too when they're like looking for a quick service. They're like, go to Flame Tree, go wherever. Like you're getting more. It's it's not like going to McDonald's and Arby's and any of that. Like you're you're not getting just some, uh, you know, mass produced burger, mass produced this or that. Like it's quality, quick service food. With mm-hmm. so yeah, Disney food yep. just rocks. <laughs> Uh, and like I said I'll put all these uh, links in the show notes so that you can have access to them whenever you would like and with that we are pulling up to our stop Uh, for those of you who have been you know maybe you're kind of like seasoned Disney people and you have opinions about some of the food items that you have partaken in eating Please share those in the Facebook group. Uh, if you have pictures, feel free to share the pictures. Tell us what tell us what you loved. Tell us what you hated. Share it with the group so that we can all know like where to go and what to eat. So we can we can add things to our wish list yes. <laughs> to our dining wish list. And with that, we are going to drop you all off and we will talk to you all again soon. Bye, everybody. I'm so hungry right now. And I'm going to go stuff my face. <laughs> <Right? Yeah. laughs> like, oh my gosh, I want a barbecue That's a wrap on this episode. Thanks so much for riding the red line with us. Thanks to my guest, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. If you're heading to the Disney parks or looking at booking a Disney cruise or Adventures by Disney experience, Katie can help you get the best prices and discounts along with custom planning and itineraries all at no cost to you. You can find her online at picturesandpostcardstravel.com, on Facebook at Pictures and Postcards Travel, or email her directly at kfisher at nyaaa.com. Now that you've had a listen, we invite you to join our Maine and Magic Friends community on Facebook to share your thoughts about the episode. You're welcome to pop in to share an idea, story, or photo and connect with other Disney fans. You can also ask questions, get and give advice, post updates from the parks, and just have fun. Head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Maine and Magic to join. If you've got a comment or a question, you can also email me at mainandmagic at gmail.com and you can find us on Instagram at mainandmagic. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. 
Thanks so much for listening, and of course, in the Disney tradition around here, we don't like to say goodbye, so we say, see you real soon. Bye.